0: A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option.
1: Plan ahead a little bit, folks. It's a good thing to do. Plows are out there working on things. There's only an inch or two, but it's just enough that the roads are a bit slick and sp- Cried out snow covered. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news.
2: NBC News Radio. I'm John Klein. The White House wants North Korea to come back to the negotiating table.
3: National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien told Axios that the U.S. has reached out to North Korea to let them know that they want to resume talks about its nuclear weapons program. O'Brien is holding out hope that there can be some sort of progress, especially after the North didn't deliver the cryptic Christmas gift it promised. Many thought that was a threat for a new nuclear test or a weapons test. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio.
2: Apologies have done little to quell the anti-government protests in Iran after a jetliner was shot down last week. Thousands of demonstrators took to the streets of Tehran condemning authorities for shooting down a Ukrainian passenger plane that killed everyone on board. The disaster came just hours after Iran fired missiles at Iraqi bases housing U.S. troops, a retaliation for the drone strike at the Baghdad airport that killed Iranian General Qassam Soleimani. The head of the Lebanese terror group Hezbollah is promising more attacks against the U.S. and revenge for the airstrike. Hassan Nasrallah said in a speech this weekend that Iran's missile strikes targeting U.S. forces at Iraqi bases were just the first step of a process that will culminate in the U.S. leaving the Middle East. Hezbollah is closely tied to Iran. A Kentucky woman is facing a possible murder charge after she allegedly killed a man by jumping on him and told her pit bull to attack. Melissa Wolkey was arrested Saturday after the death of Donald Abner. Officers reportedly saw Wolke on top of the victim Friday morning, punching the man in the face while the dog attacked him. And California Highway Patrol performed a high-risk stop on a vehicle in Stockton after drivers alerted authorities about a young girl holding a sign reading, Help me, she's not my mom, help. The officers discovered it was just a hoax cooked up by the girl who reportedly thought it was a fun thing to do. The girl's mom was not in on the prank, and after confirming the incident was bogus, police let the mother and daughter go. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
1: Oh, that poor mother. Well, maybe the poor daughter, too. That wouldn't have gone over big in our household. Let's talk again about focus on energy. I'm Scott Schultz. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Find out how Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency. This morning I'm with Saurabh Betawadkar, the lead energy advisor with Focus on Energy. What's new for 2020 with Focus on Energy?
4: Oh, there are quite a few changes this year. Uh, the whole program, we always try to improve the program and make it simpler for our customers. And for this year, we have added two different kinds of incentives. One for swine farrowing crate heaters, so uh, that's like twenty to forty dollars per heater. Like okay. uh, that's for the pig industry. And the other one is uh, modulating dryer controls for uh, like like for drying the like drying the cloth during in, in dairies. So it's like fifty dollars per dryer. So those are something that is new that wasn't there before.
5: Okay, we have.
4: We have some changes in 2020, uh, like compared to last year, like we have lighting power density, which was like a new construction incentive and then like major renovation incentive. The incentives have been reduced to four cents per kilowatt hours and there's been changes in the energy performance standards for ventilation fans. So we have a different incentive structure there. Uh, We have like simplified incentive structure there where we have specific incentive amounts per fan And then there's the irrigation variable frequency drive incentives. We have uh, changed that requirements. And there's specific uh, hour requirements that we used to have before. And now it has been standardized like more than 500 hours. There's grain dryer incentives. Uh, we We used to have a limit for the capacity of 1,500 bushels. We've taken that out. So that makes it easier for the grain dryer industry. Also, we have additional grain dryer uh, tune-ups, which we used to have last year, and this year it's going to be a standard offering in the catalog, so that's great mm-hmm. for tune-ups. We have a specific incentive amount for that. It's about uh, $150 uh, dollars per grain dryer tune-up. We also are yeah. going to add more things, like uh, new incentives are going to be like horticultural lighting is going to be added in April 2020. And we also are going to add dairy refrigeration tune-ups that's going to come in April. And we also have, uh, for lighting, we have Comprehensive Lighting Initiative, which is going to start again in April 2020. And also network lighting controls are also being added. So there's a lot more stuff coming in mid-year. But for January to uh, April, we're going to have the other changes that I mentioned before.
1: And there's an agribusiness catalog that has a lot of this information available
4: yeah the agribusiness catalog is available online on the focus on energy website you can just go to agriculture and go to agribusiness in that section and you can uh, download an agribusiness catalog and application all this information in detail is is present there with specific requirements for each kind of technology and do you have any questions we have for energy advisors throughout the state this year We uh, changed the structure a little bit. We have energy advisors uh, specifically only dealing with agriculture this year, and it's going to make the customers' lives very easier. There's a map available online, which they can go to and click on the specific uh, territory and try to contact the energy advisor. There's a phone number. Otherwise, you can just call the general phone number, which is 888 623-2146. If you're in touch with your energy advisors, they can help you navigate through the applications, the incentives, any small questions you have about energy efficiency. We are try we are like an unbiased resource for the program and we try to give you the best option available and keep you up with the whole market and how the market is moving forward. We try to incorporate all the kind of technologies. That's why we have newer incentives available every year so that we keep up with the energy efficiency standards of the country.
1: Your energy advisors also will inform you about eligibility, correct?
4: Yes, they can. Like, if you're in touch with the energy advisor, you, uh, like you're set, you mostly, any question you have, like everything, whatever you're doing, it's better to be in touch with them before you do the project rather than after or during so that before you even buy the equipment because some of the equipment may or may not qualify. So it's always better to get in touch with the energy advisor before you do the project so that you're ahead of the game and you know how much money you're going to get for a specific technology. For example, if you're installing Variable speed drives on milk pumps or on dairy vacuum pumps or any kind of fans or any like if you're even doing like any pump motors changing out motors pumps just get in touch with the energy advisor and he or she will get get back to you with all the information even if they can't answer it immediately they'll try to find the best answer and get back to you and navigate you in the right direction
1: that's another focus on energy update today with saw rub beta wed car i'm scott Scholz. Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency.
0: There's no such thing as having too much cheese. So it's time to restock after the holidays with Marika Gouda in Thorpe. You can always shop online at marikagouda.com, but they'd really like to see you in person during their special winter hours, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 5.30, and Friday through Sunday, 7 to 6.00. Melt away your winter blues with complimentary hot tea and coffee as you browse the store. Remember to try Marika Golden, the cheese of the month. Marika Gouda in Thorpe.
6: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: I have to agree with that. Scott rolling with the morning chores at 5.09 a.m. Let's have a look at the morning markets. On the cash livestock side of things, fed beef steers are at 112 to 125 and three quarters with mixed 103 to 111. Fed beef heifers at 113 to 124 and a half with mixed 80 to 112. Fed Holstein steers are at 85 to 93 with select and choice 50 to 84. Cows are at 38 to 70. Bulls 70 to 78. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at thirty, sows fifteen to eighteen, boars eight and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at one forty to one seventy-five, and feeder lambs one twenty to one fifty-five. On the livestock futures, live cattle for February are at one twenty-seven forty-two, up seventy cents. April one twenty-seven ninety-five, up sixty-five. June one nineteen seventy-seven, up thirty. August one seventeen twenty-seven, up. 15 cents feeder cattle for January are at 147.60 up 67, March 147.45 up 90, April 150.05 up 87, May 151.20 up 90, and August 156.30 up a dollar even. Lean hogs for February are at 67.25 up 22, April 74.12 down 35 cents, May 80. Dollars and seventy two cents down a quarter. And June um as June is at eighty seven seventeen down a nickel. First look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended Friday at one fifty-two and a quarter. That was up a half. Forty pound blocks up four and a half at one eighty-seven. Grade double A butter up three quarters at one ninety-two. The class three futures. January is up 8 at 1703. February steady, 1698. March up 6 at 1731. April up 6 at 1732. And those prices are mixed through 2020. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Find out how Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency. I'm with Saurabh Wadker, the lead energy advisor with Focus on Energy.
4: There are quite a few changes this year. We have added two different kinds of incentives.
1: For information about Focus on Energy projects, call 800-762-7077 or visit Focus on Energy.
7: Chippewa Valley Bean near Menominee is looking for new kidney bean growers. They're offering an increased price for 2020, along with great cash incentives for quality yield and irrigated acres, as well as a freight support payment to help haul your crop. Contract with Chippewa Valley Bean and get the best pricing for your kidney beans. And if you'd like to grow with a family-run operation, call Charles today, 715-664-8342. That's 715-664-8342. Or visit them at cvbean.com.
6: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Those markets have been brought to you by Rural Insurance. Eau, at, Eau Claire here has 16 degrees today, Lacrosse is at 24, Marshfield at 17, Green Bay has 26, Rice Lake 22, Wausau at 19, Ma- Madison 27, Milwaukee is at 31, and up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there says it's 17. Well, as I said before, use a little extra time. There's some snow out on the ground this morning. And clouds are expected to stay around most of the day, bringing mild temperatures. Another batch of precipitation is expected tonight. That's a wintry mix with mostly snow after midnight. Today, we're looking at a high of 31 with a low of 16. Tomorrow, a high of 33 with a low of 10. And Wednesday, a high of 20 with a low of 1 below and some snow.
5: Keeping Wisconsin strong.
8: Are you looking for a new building or an addition? Maybe it's a church, a town hall, an office building, or manufacturing building. Whatever the case is, Ratch Engineering of Nilsville has you covered. Ratch Engineering has been in business for over 40 years and specializes in commercial, industrial, and public buildings. Ratch Engineering is an architectural engineering service company and has the expertise, knowledge, and experience that your project needs. Check out their website at ratchengineering.com to see their past designs and projects, or you can give them a call at 715-743-2240. From Arcadia to Cadott, from Stratford to Hickson, and everywhere in between and around, contact Ratch Engineering in Millsville. If you say you want it, They'll make it happen.
6: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
7: Again this morning, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, joins us on our next Grow health Update program. And Dan, while those fields look so nice out there with a nice snow cover, underneath, because it got so wet this summer and fall, I'm afraid of what they look like underneath, are you?
9: Yes, in some cases we know that we've had damage to these fields, Uh, and I think a lot of farmers are aware of that. Uh, Many are aware of the troubles that they had harvesting corn silage, for example, with trucks and wagons sliding around. And then in their alfalfa fields, we saw a lot of the same thing where uh, we now have ruts in the fields where farmers drove on them to harvest, which they had to do. A couple things, uh, I guess, to think about that is is the first is really to assess the amount of damage to these fields, and some fields might need to be replaced. The other thing would be to consider is there any potential for leveling the field a little bit. Uh, you will, of course, damage the stand some more, but on the other hand, Uh, You'll pick up less dirt in the mowing and raking uh, when you harvest those fields. So we're coming through a very difficult year. A lot of fields are in a very difficult situation, but it might be worthwhile really to go out and look at these fields. Along with that, as things start to green up in the spring, uh, think about doing a little bit of a stem density assessment all of our research has shown that about 55 stems per square feet give us the optimum yield and also good weed control and as we fall below that then the yield potential of that field de- declines if we're down to 40 stems per square foot we can only we know we're going to have a 25% yield reduction from whatever the maximum possible yield is so do go out and as things start to green up, look at these shoots coming out when the alfalfa is, uh, well, we can do, first off, we can look for ruts and things like that as soon as the frost is gone and snow is gone, but uh, in terms of the uh, green up in the spring, uh, look at that shoot number coming out of the field and, and decide whether or not those fields are worth keeping, based on the stem count that we see. Again, 55 stems per square foot would be the one that would give us an optimum yield. 40 is a 25% reduction. If we go below 40 stems per square foot, then it's probably not worth keeping the field. And we should think about turning things over and uh, trying to uh, establish new fields and make use of oats and other crops to give us the forage that we need this spring. So do think about the condition of the fields that you're in. Uh, Do kind of plan ahead about what you will do. It might be possible that there are just certain spots of fields that are rutted, in which case uh, maybe a reseeding is worthwhile. Uh, But it may be that the whole field is damaged sufficiently, that If we don't have close to 55 stands per square foot, we'll suffer significant yield losses and might be worthwhile to reseed someplace else. So we're coming out of a bad year. Um, It's time to regroup. It's time to reseed and and try to get the best stands we can for good yield for future years.
7: Good advice. Thanks, Dan. Once again, as always, Dan Andersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program.
8: Are you looking for some meat? Big Mike's Meats and Phillips Catering in Augusta is ready. They butcher every Monday, whether it's beef, hogs, lambs, or goats. Give them a call to schedule your butchering, and remember, they butcher every Monday. They also offer a full retail case of sausages, jerky, fresh-cut meats, and cheese. Bring in your clean venison trim to make your favorite sausage. And if you're looking for some home cooking, stop in to Big Mike's Meats and Phillips Catering in Augusta for lunch. Serving Monday through Friday, 11 to 2, for only $8. Big Mike's Meats and Phillips Catering in Augusta, located a half mile off 12 on Industrial Drive.
7: Dairy farms, cheese plants, the beautiful Alps will all be part of our farm tour to Germany and Austria August 3rd through the 11th. Come on along with me, Bob Bosel, as we visit also Neuschwanstein and other European castles. See the Glockenspiels and Hofbrauhaus in Munich. Visit the Salt Mines of Salzburg, the home of Mozart and the Sound of Music. We'll also go to Berchtesgaden, Hitler's Eagle's Nest, and to Dachau, the concentration camp. And we'll top it all off with a day in Oberammergau for their world-famous passion play. Call Holiday Vacations to get on the trip, one 800 826 2266.
6: Get ready for summer fun! It's the Chippewa Valley Boat and RV Expo, January 16th through the 19th in Eau Claire. See the area's largest display of ski boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons. RVs including travel trailers, fifth wheels, and toy haulers. Plus motorcycles, ATVs, side by sides, golf carts, hot tubs, docks, boat lifts, and more. Seven dealers, 25 brands, and free admission. The Chippewa Valley Boat and RV Expo, January 16th through the 19th at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center in Eau Claire.
5: Attention farmers and landowners, the Conservation Reserve Program, CRP, is now open. CRP is a great alternative for low-yielding acres to improve farm profitability, deliver high-quality wildlife habitat, cleaner water, and rebuild your soil. The CRP sign-up is going on right now through February 28th. Find a biologist at pheasantsforever.org backslash CRP or visit your local USDA service center. Farm the best, CRP the rest.
6: Keeping it at rural. Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Twenty minutes past five here at Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we're, we've been talking trade and selling soybeans all around the world for a long time, and I ran into some unique trade news a while back, and we're going to hear about that right now.
10: It's Josh Gramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I've been a member of the Midwest Farm Report team uh, just about eight months, last May. And in the eight months that I've been here, I can honestly say that one of the biggest things that I have talked about day in and day out has been international trade and international ag exports. Now, namely, we talked about the Chinese trade war, which is soon to come to an end. But, Scott, today you're not talking about China. You are talking about international trade and exports. But where are you talking about
1: Well, international trade battles have taken big bites out of U.S. ag exports, with soybeans right at the top of that list. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. But the U.S. Soybean Export Council has been working to go to lands far beyond those that have become most familiar in export circles. Ed Beeman handles program development and non-traditional funding, including an emerging sub-Saharan market for soy, the Soybean Export Council. I asked Beeman about the development of those non-traditional
2: markets.
11: So emerging markets for the U.S. soybean industry is something that we started in an in a enhanced strategic direction, probably... Uh, pushing three years ago now, um, long before the China tariff issue became a real issue. We looked at our global portfolio of where we were selling soybeans around the world and then also did some very in-depth analysis of where are the opportunities? And the opportunities really measured on, on several different vectors, but one of them being, what are these emerging markets using in soybean equivalents today compared to what the more mature markets are using. That created a number for us, because that created a gap. And that from that gap, then we looked even deeper at some of the markets and said, what's their population? What's their economic growth? What's their transparency? What 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 are the opportunities to get into that market and really have a long-term impact? And so Nigeria, interestingly enough, is one of those emerging markets that kind of bubbled to the top of what we're looking at. and. Now, it fits all of those demographics. By 2050, Nigeria is supposed to be maybe the third or fifth largest country in the world. Um, their economy, their GDP continues to increase. Um, things are happening in the poultry sector that have caused that sector to become commercialized. And, of course, poultry fed a lot of soy. Now, the interesting nuance with Nigeria is they grow their own soy. So it's the same, similar dynamic to India, only in Nigeria, there aren't any GM restrictions. In India, there's a lot of trade and non-trade tariff barriers. But in Nigeria, there aren't those. And so we have an opportunity in Nigeria, I think, to help the soy value chain reach its full potential. As population increases, as economy continues to, to grow, the demand for higher quality protein, whether that's fed... Human, or whether it's fed through chickens or eggs or 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 or, or uh, pigs, we don't we don't really care. We think the demand equation is going to continue to outstrip supply. So what we're doing in Nigeria today through various programs is positioning U.S. soy to be the preferred supplier of choice to fill that gap.
1: We look at traditional markets. It's easy to see it. How how challenging it, is it to talk with producers about the need to find this? Are, are people accepting it and saying, my checkoff dollars should go there because these people can use our product?
11: Yeah, I mean, case in point, producers are very savvy. Um, and they've been investing in long-term markets for a long time. It took... 12 and a half years of working in China before we sold a bean. We're still working in India on the market access issues and doing some reverse marketing things. So U.S. soybean growers have always had a long-term vision of where, of, of, of how to invest their dollars. And so case in point, Much of the funding that I have available to me right now uh, to be in Nigeria is a project that's funded by the Chekhov Board and uh, so we're using that in addition to regular USDA money, so FAS money, MAP money and then the ATP funds that became available. So we're we're gathering resources from a lot of different sources because everyone a knows there's a there's need and value to diversify and b that these emerging markets with growing populations and improved uh... gdp is the place to be
1: and convincing our growers is one thing convincing the people in nigeria is another thing how do you how do you go about that how do you reach them how do you get feet on the ground and say you need to use u.s. soybeans
11: yeah, so that's interesting. It's a it's a process, is the best word I can come up with. We are focused right now on building the Nigerian soy value chain. Um, and not, at this time, saying you must, you must, you must buy U.S. We would rather build their soy value chain, build, help increase demand, and as reliable partners the Nigerians will then see us in that role as being able as being the supplier of choice to fill the gap so we're doing that's the that's the strategy the, the methods we're using we're starting what we call a soy excellence center this soy excellence center will be kind of one-stop-shop training all along the value chain to teach people how to become more efficient if we can get Nigeria's 65, 70% below poverty line. If we can, through value chain efficiencies, lower the price of a chicken at the market, all of a sudden these, today, 205 million people, and by 2030 or 2040 or 50, 250 to 300 million people, all of a sudden they're eating one more chicken because they can afford it. One more chicken means more soy. Every time you eat one more chicken, the gap between what Nigeria can supply and what they need is going to widen. So we've positioned ourselves as long-term partners uh, with the Nigerian value chain to make sure that they recognize the U.S. is here to be their partner
1: and fill that gap. Those are non-traditional markets. We've had some traditional markets. And, Ed, you mentioned that It was a challenge. It took a while to sell bean number one in China. How's it looking in China? And Are the numbers of egg purchases that have been thrown about possible, or will they develop, do you think? And how is the Soybean Export Council positioning itself for whatever might come down the road?
11: Right. So I won't... Necessarily speak to the trade negotiations. That's the ASA uh, folks, sort of, that's their swim lane. But what I will speak to is how we're positioning U.S. soy. We firmly believe in relationship management from before the tariff issue. During the tariff issue and after the tariff issue is over, we will continue with our boots on the ground relationship management team in China. China has been and will remain a very important market for U.S. soy. Even with the tariffs, it remains the number one market today for U.S. soy. So we've never turned our back on China, and we won't because we spent years and years and years developing that relationship. The industry, both on the US side and the Chinese side, trust each other. So we've done nothing over time to diminish that trust and we'll continue with that model.
1: And in the meantime, other trading partners around the world are not partners with us necessarily, but other producers, they're going to be challenging some of these non-traditional markets too. Brazil and the like, selling soybeans to these folks. To, how do we stay ahead of them?
11: So I'm an old wrestler, so I just say bring it.
1: <laughs> because
11: Because when you put U.S. soy against South American soy, we compete very, very well. And we'll continue to tell that message of how we are different how our amino acid profile is superior, how our energy levels are superior, how digestibility is superior. And we don't just say those words. We have volumes of research that supports that. So just bring it, you know, it's fine. We'll never back away from competition because we have the highest quality soybean products in the world.
1: All right, bringing it, that's Ed Beeman with the U.S. Soybean Export Council on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. I'm Scott Schultz. Ed Beeman, an old Iowa cyclone wrestler. He said he got beaten up in the wrestling room plenty there. But he wants to show the competitiveness that the U.S. soybean industry has. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this.
7: Did you know that Lindstrom Equipment is one of the only family owned farm equipment dealers left with the same family name for over 60 years? That's longer than I've been here at Wax. And if you want more from a compact or utility tractor, Lindstrom Equipment is where you'll find more. More of the newest Massey Ferguson tractors offering more versatility, more durability, and more performance. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today and find out how Massey Ferguson is expanding the possibilities of what a great tractor can be and why a Massey Ferguson from Lindstrom Equipment will be the last tractor you'll ever need lindstrom equipment in modena and menominee same name same family-owned business for over
10: 60 years for every farm there's a moment it's when something changed the farm forever an idea about how to do something faster better or easier and for more farms that moment is when they brought home their first vent tractor because no matter the task there's things about a vent you just can't find on any other tractor for any price make today your moment Try a fent on your farm, and it won't take long for you to see why the best run operations run Fent.
6: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: 32 minutes after six, or after five, rather, here at Wax 104.5, I have Rocky on from Premier Livestock over at Withy. Another big week coming up for you, Rocky, huh? And what do you have going on? Tell us uh. about it.
10: Uh, thank you Scott. Uh, good morning everyone. Uh, this is our last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, on the fed cattle steady market, high choice and prime Holstein steers 87 to 95. Selected low choice 75 to 86. Choice beef steers and heifers 105 to 114. Uh, market cows were mostly steady. Uh, Most of the cows selling from 38 to 52. High yielding cows 53 to 64. Your market bulls mostly 72 to 85. Uh, we had an extreme top market bull at 90 50. Low yielding bulls, 70 and down. Organic market cows sold on Mondays, mostly from 60 to 80. Newborn Holstein bull calves, mostly from 20 to $100 per head. Beef calves, 80 to 290. Holstein heifer calves, 20 to 45. Your poor lightweight calves, 20 and down. We got uh, two dairy cattle auctions this week at Premier. Uh, Wednesday, we got an outstanding run of high quality dairy cattle. We got free ice cream for everybody. Uh, here's a few of our featured. Consignments. We got 22 registered fresh Holstein heifers. Uh, they're averaging 90 pounds. They got a 48 cell count parlor free stall, the fancy kind. Uh, they're coming from Legacy Farms out of Shell Lake. We got a complete herd dispersal of 60 very high quality cows and springing heifers. Uh, they're gonna have a 90 pound tank average on 2x 90 cell count. They're freestall cows, uh, milked in a step up parlor. They're coming from Leatherberry Farms out of Viola, Wisconsin. 14 fresh heifers, all parlor freestall reputation consignor coming from Utterful Dairy. Uh, plus we got many other top fresh cow consignments, several of them being registered, many top AI bred and sired springing heifers. Uh, then this Friday we got our special monthly dairy heifer auction if you're buying or selling heifers uh, definitely want to be a part of this Friday sale. Got a full listing of that online, all the consignments. Uh we're expecting four to five hundred headed dairy heifers. We've got lots of pictures of this Wednesday's cows. Just take a look at the website, take a look at the quality cows we're selling this Wednesday. Uh that'll be at Premier Livestock and Auctions dot com or you can certainly give us a call with any questions anytime. Uh, we're in the country every day looking at livestock. We'd certainly take a look at yours. Seven one five two two nine 2500, and that's how it shaped up, Scott.
1: All right, and I like how you slip in there ice cream. Uh, there's always ice cream.
10: Yeah, gotta have a little draw. You know, <laughs> gotta help, gotta get some ice cream out to help the dairy <laughs> farm. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Rocky. We'll talk with you again. Hey, thanks. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. Before going over to SkyWarn 13 for the weather, let's take a quick look at some of the local news. It's going to be a little while before everything is cleaned up along the railroad tracks near the village of Knapp. A Union Pacific train derailed there yesterday afternoon. Nobody was hurt, and the train wasn't carrying any hazardous materials. The Dunn County Sheriff said Highway 12 is closed until further notice because of the accident. There's no word about how long it will take to clear the train cars or get traffic moving on the tracks once again. And Eau Claire's push to replace lead pipes across the city could have some homeowners looking at a new bill. The city council is set to vote tomorrow on a plan to replace about 800 lead pipes across the city. The fear is that the lead pipes can be dangerous for some children. The proposal would have Eau Claire and homeowners split the cost of replacing the pipes that run from the city's water supply to their homes. There could be a state grant for up to $2,000 per home, though it's not clear about how much of that total cost to replace the lead pipes will be. Well, there was a sparkle on the countryside this morning with diamonds uh, flashing on that snow. Snow, we had snow, and... Kelly, uh, over at Skywarn 13, are you there to tell us,
5: can we expect more snow tonight? You know, I tell you what going to be kind of an active uh, weather week headed our way. We're going to get another uh, dose of some snow coming in tonight. It looks like about one to two inches of snow, kind of like what we saw last night. And then another round Wednesday, now I think the big storm system will be moving in toward the end of the week. It looks like on Friday, that one will be a, a little bit more significant snow headed away. But it's going to be a pretty active weather week. And we're going to start to turn a little bit colder. Not uh, over the next couple of days, but toward the end of the week, it will start to turn colder. We'll look we at a partly cloudy sky today. We do have that uh, fresh one to two inches of snow out there. So So the roads are snow-covered, 30 degrees, so still not too uh, bad as far as those temperatures are concerned. We'll start to see some of that snow developing later this evening, probably 9, 10 o'clock it looks like. Overnight low, only dropping down to 28. And then the snow is done with by tomorrow. We'll look at partly cloudy skies and a high of 34. Wednesday brings in another chance of some snow. This will be a lighter snow, 1 to 2 inches of snow, it looks like, high temperature of 27. Right now in Eau Claire, we do have uh, mostly clear skies, 13 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Kelly, stay upright out there. Yeah, you know, you got to be careful. There's some of that ice underneath that uh, fresh layer of snow, so be cautious out there. You yep, really can't absolutely. can't see that. Yep. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you with you tomorrow. Sounds good. All right, that's
1: Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13.
7: When all state agents and employees go to work every day, their number one priority is protecting what matters most to you. For military veterans, that instinct to protect also comes naturally. No wonder thousands of veterans build good careers with Allstate. And now, Allstate is ranked the number one employer on the 2020 military-friendly employers list. You're in good hands with Allstate.
8: For career opportunities or to get a quote, contact Allstate today. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. When
7: you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford wisconsin
6: agriculture it's a wisconsin way of life wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
1: 21 minutes before six here at wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report and our way of life this morning is hearing the news from equity l tuna from mark coger and then we'll go over to stratford to hear from jerry fitzgerald
12: Choice beef steers and heifers, selling from ninety-five to a dollar fifteen. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, eighty-six to ninety. Choice Holstein steers, eighty to eighty-six. They're heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers, eighty and down. Twenty percent of the slaughter cows, selling from forty-six to fifty-two. We topped at 53 half a half. Sixty percent of the cows, selling from thirty-two to forty-six. The twenty percent of cows, selling thirty-two and down. Most of the slaughter bulls. Selling from 58 to 73. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up, selling from $10 to $50 per head. Your fancy beef calves going from $25 to $150 per head, with the light, poor quality calves selling $10 per head and down. For more information, give us a call here at the market at 715 835 3104, or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com.
3: If your family's idea of a winter wonderland is more about feeling your toes in the sand instead of not being able to feel your toes at all, a Wisconsin Credit Union Express Loan can help you escape. It only takes moments to apply, whether you prefer to visit any Wisconsin office or avoid braving the winter weather by applying online or on your smartphone. Either way, true to the name, Express Loan, you'll not only receive an answer fast, you can usually get your money the same day, which means you can even take advantage of last-minute travel deals that pop up. So let Wisconsin help you get away somewhere warm or even bring the warmth to you because an express loan is also the perfect answer for building that three-season hot tub room you might be dreaming of or replacing an aging furnace with a new, more efficient one. And whatever you use the money for, it's easy to warm up to the rate. Express loans start as low as 2.99% APR. To apply, just visit Wisconsin Credit Union in person or online. Rate and credit limit based on credit score, income, term, and MVP status. Membership eligibility required. Federally insured by NCUA. The first
6: voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: And it's 541 a.m. with that Midwest Farm Report. We have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at Stratford Equity. Good morning, Jerry. You got some light, fluffy stuff over there, too, huh? Yeah,
12: Scott, good morning. And uh, well, we did uh, get some last night, kind of tapered off now, but uh, again, folks, uh, uh, not a lot of snow, one to two inches probably, but again, be careful. Like Scott said before, you know, uh, there's a lot of ice out there yet. Now this new snow covers up the ice, so be careful in it. Uh, making the road slippery too, so uh, uh, just uh, drive careful this morning. And I don't know, uh, doesn't really pay to go out too much with the plows. But uh, I guess they got to clean off the major roads. So how was it when you drove in, Scott? Yeah,
1: the, the Highway 53 south of us Oss- or south of Eau was uh, wasn't wasn't great, but um, otherwise the roads were getting clear. You know, one lane of the freeway had uh, snow covering it. But those trucks were out early, and by the time, by this time, probably it's probably clear on the freeway. So, but plan some extra time, folks. What yep, do you and have?
12: that's uh, good advice. And uh, <laughs> of course, uh, we've got twenty degrees here, so I don't know. It really doesn't sound like we will get a lot of sun. if we have a little, you know, we're getting into January now, where the yep. sun's got a little more power. So all we need a few days in sun, we could clear some of this off, and it'll be right,
1: nice. Right. Yep, that's true. What do you have going on at the market, Jerry?
12: All right, uh, Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. This will be the sales schedule uh, this week here at Equities Traffic. Again, a full marketing week, and uh, we will get underway Monday morning, which is today, of course, uh, 9.30 a.m. We start on Monday's auction with overnight delivered uh, market cattle selling first, and, of course, we do sell market cows today, uh, fat cattle, and also bulls. Get to those baby calves around noon. Uh, 11.30 noon hour uh, here today, and we'll finish up this afternoon with the Market Cattle. Tomorrow, Tuesday, here in Stratford, uh, our auction will start tomorrow at 11, of course, with Market Cattle. Our next dairy sale will be next week, uh, January 21st, here at Stratford. And then moving ahead to Wednesday, um, Wednesday auction does start at 10 a.m. with Market Cattle. Of course, also so baby calves Wednesday morning. Feeder cattle auction this week here in Stratford is on Wednesday at 12 noon. And Thursday, a uh, regular auction on Thursday uh, of course, does start at 11 with market cattle and baby calves. So, again, we will uh, see how market shapes up this week. Of course, uh, uh, if you folks follow the market, cow market was uh, substantially weaker uh, at the close last week. So let's uh, we'll see what happens today. And uh, pretty much steady on the calves uh, last week. So, again, we will be back here tomorrow morning uh, to give you uh, folks an update on the current prices from today's sale. And, uh, again, all of our information on upcoming sales, et cetera, is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And our phone number here is 715-687-4101. And uh, we also do want to mention, if you folks uh, missed the hay sale or if you're looking for hay, uh, we do have hay uh, available on a private treaty basis, so get a hold of us if you're looking for some good quality hay. I know that is going to be a, uh, a concern here this coming this spring here, Scott. I know that. I know you talked to a lot of folks. Uh, yep. I know you were at the farm show last week. Is that a big topic? Feed shortage, is. or
1: it is, it is, and it's the realization is really settling in right now.
12: That, yeah, uh, and it's uh, well, another thing too, as you mentioned before. Cheese market at one fifty-two. Uh, that doesn't look all that super great either. But, well, I guess we'll have to wait to see what happens. It's going to be an interesting year, to say the least. And, uh, well, again, folks, drive careful this morning. And, Scott, you have a nice day. And we'll be back here tomorrow morning to, like I said, give you an update on the fresh market prices from today's auction.
6: All right. Thank
1: you, Jerry. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market.
7: It's a Wisconsin tradition, so start spreading the word. Whether you've been farming a little while or all your life, it's time to celebrate and see just what's new with Wisconsin's oldest tradition. Join us for the 30th Annual Midwest Farm Show, January 14th and 15th, at the Rice Lake Cedar Mall. Free admission with special events going on both days. Don't miss this event to celebrate Wisconsin's oldest tradition. The 30th Annual Midwest Farm Show, January 14th and 15th, with free admission from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days at the Rice Lake Cedar Mall.
6: How about a little money, honey? Busy bees buzz into Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls in January for our Money, Honey kiosk game. Rewards Club members who earn just 30 points can redeem those points up to three times per day to choose a beehive to reveal their prize. From $10 to $100 in rewards play. Money, honey, come play to win. See the Rewards Club for details. Must be 21 or over to play. Fun ways to win at Ho-Chunk Gaming Black River Falls. Experience the difference. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: It's 14 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we have a very happy Michelle over at Tourine Livestock on with us right now. I know you're happy, Michelle, because your green and gold pulled wait. it off.
0: It did, and the Vikings lost, which was really great. So it was a good football weekend. So no, we feel
1: terrible for those Vikings and the Vikings fans, don't we? <laughs> just awful. But, yeah, just awful. <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll we'll get through it though somehow. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, um, we got things figured out about how to travel and get out to that West Coast so that the Packers can pull off a big win. Uh, This all is reminiscent of many years ago, um, I think it was the Ice Bowl year, actually, where the the Packers had gone out to the West Coast and the Los Angeles Rams crushed them. And about two weeks later, the Rams and the Packers met again for the Western Division Championship and the Packers returned the favor. Hopefully that's the case this time and, um, of course, that all was before your time, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I remember struggling against the 49ers in my day too. So <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: the way it goes.
0: So how's the market yeah. going, Michelle? All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of January 6th at Turing Livestock Market. In the Selectica Market for the week, we topped at 68. 80% of the cows were from 40 and above. Market cows were 54 to 64. Low yielding cows, 40 to 53. Thin and weak cows, 38 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, choice and prime, 78 to 92. Selects were 76 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice, 86 to 108 selects for 82 and down in the bull market high-yielding beef types came in at 56 to 74 with the utilities at 52 and down in the replacement calf market good quality Holstein bull calves fell so from 20 to 90 dollars per head lighter and lower quality calves 15 per head and down Holstein heifer calves were 10 to 55 dollars per head beef calves 80 to 200 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher. Sells were 20 to 36, Boars were 10 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with CAS at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715 669 7127 and check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at True Livestock, your family, owned and operating market, have a great day.
1: Good to hear from you, and on a morning after the Packers won, especially. Yeah.
0: it's a, Oh, these night games, I don't know about both, but that's okay. You just keep yeah. plugging along. Yeah, as long as they're not at 8 o'clock. The national championship
1: is tonight in, uh, in college, and I hate to say it, I'm not going to be able to stay up for very much of it, and I I no. hate to miss those, but that's the way it goes. We have work to do, by golly. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. All right, Michelle. We'll talk with you again soon. Sounds good. Take care. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Can you hear a
8: smile? Let's test it out. I'm smiling now. I'm not smiling now. Smiling, not smiling. You can hear it, right? It's amazing how a smile changes your voice and even how you feel. Okay, your turn. Big smile. Smiling releases dopamine and serotonin to make you happier and boost your immune system, and you can do it anywhere. So smile big, smile often, and take a small step toward gaining control of your health. Advent Health, feel whole.
6: It's the start of something new. Sales event. Get a fresh start at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Hurry in for deals on select new 2019 Ram 1500 Crew
11: Cab Classics, up to ten thousand dollars in discounts. Get a fresh start during the Start Something New sales event. Now at Gross Motors in Nealsville. Your Chrysler, Dodge,
3: Jeep, and Ram dealer. 404 East Division Street or online, grossauto.com. If you're looking for a great-paying, part-time job with flexible hours, check out 2020 Census Jobs. Apply today at 2020census.gov forward slash jobs to help strengthen your community.
6: For those who work in Acres...
3: Not an hour.
6: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're
1: all the way down to 9 degrees here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at the morning markets on uh, the uh, grains futures. March corn is steady at 386. March oats down to at 306. Soybeans for March. Down three at nine forty-three. March soybean meal down twenty cents a ton at three hundred three dollars and thirty cents a ton. And March wheat down three at five sixty-one. Country elevator prices, corn at Golden Plump and Arcadia is three sixty-five. Corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek is at three fifty. And beans at those locations are at eight seventy-three. Corn at Osseo is at 355 with beans at 873. Beans at Stevens Point are at 861. Elk Mound has corn at 361 and beans at 875. Sparta, the corn is 347, beans 855. Ellsworth, corn 342 and the beans are at 873. The ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville is at 374. At Stanley, it's 370 and New Richmond at 366. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended Friday up a half at 152 and a quarter, 40 pound blocks up four and a half at 187, and grade AA butter up three quarters at 192. The Class 3 milk futures, January this morning is up eight at 1703, February steady at 1698, March up six. At seventeen thirty-one, April up six at seventeen thirty-two, and those prices are mixed through twenty twenty.
3: Here at Egg Country Farm Credit Services, reinvesting dollars back into the community is one way we serve rural America. This year we are excited to be able to pay our member owners a record sixty million dollars in cash dividends. Going forward and barring any unforeseen events. It is our intention to continue to pay a 1% cash dividend on all eligible business. To find out how you can earn a cash dividend, contact your local egg country office today.
7: Have we got a fantastic farm tour lined up for you. To Germany and Austria August 3rd through the 11th. We'll visit cheese plants and dairy farms. Also, the magnificent New Schwanstein Castle, the model for the castle at Disney World. We'll visit Innsbruck, home to two Winter Olympics, as well as the Golden Roof. Our tour will also go to Salzburg, home of Mozart and the Sound of Music. A tour of Munich to see the Glockenspiels. And, and the highlight will be the Passion Play at Oberammergau, performed only every 10 years. Come with us. Call Holiday Vacations at one 800 2266
4: Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish, and I've got a New Year's resolution you can do in one minute. No, we can't help you lose all those pounds, and to take that dream vacation will definitely be more than a minute. But the one thing you can do is pick up that phone and contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home analysis. Just one minute can get you on the path to the best water. Locally owned, American-made products. Go online to Gibson's Water Care. Happy New Year!
5: Gibson's Water
6: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Nine degrees as we head into the milk house with this morning's Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. And the crack of dawn certainly does feel so good. And it's really good for me because I have a cup of coffee this morning that I'm going to have here after this uh, from Revolution. Down in Black River Falls. If you haven't been to the Revolution Coffee Shop in Black River Falls, you have to get there. This coffee is amazing, and they have plenty of different levels of coffee for all tastes, along with some wine and good food. Well, as I've been saying, nine degrees here in Eau Claire. We could expect some more snow yet tonight, late tonight, around midnight, along with some wintry mix. But The idea this morning is to take your time getting to where you're going to have to get and be careful crossing those farmyards and parking lots and on those sidewalks too, for that matter, because it's a bit slick out there with last night's inch or two of snow. We'll talk to you tomorrow on another Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Premier Livestock at Withy is having a dairy cat. On Wednesday, January 15th at 11 a.m., exceptional dairy quality, one of their best quality runs in a long time, and they'll be serving free soft serve ice cream. Feature consignment has 22 fancy registered and grade fresh heifers from top-shelf dairy, parlor, freestall, and will sell on test, 90-pound average, also featuring a complete herd dispersal with 60 very high-quality Holstein dairy cows milked in step-up parlor, housed in sand-bedded freestalls, 90-pound average, many cows milking more than 100 pounds, a smoking good herd. Check out their website at Premier Livestock and Auction or give them a call at 715-229-2500. See you on Wednesday, January 15th at 11 a.m. for Premier Livestock's Dairy Cattle Auction. And remember, there will be free soft-serve ice cream.
8: Are you looking for a new building or an addition? Maybe it's a church, a town hall, an office building, or manufacturing building. Whatever the case is, Ratch Engineering of Nillsville has you covered. Ratch Engineering has been in business for over 40 years and specializes in commercial, industrial, and public buildings. Ratch Engineering is an architectural engineering service company and has the expertise, knowledge, and experience that your project needs. Check out their website at ratchengineering.com to see their past designs and projects, or you can give them a call at 715-743-743. 2240. From Arcadia to Cadott, from Stratford to Hickston, and everywhere in between and around, contact Ratch Engineering in Millsville. If you say you want it, they'll make it happen.
5: Wax 104.5.